Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar, where a dude and a dude talk about their journey together through the Age of Sigmar. Our legions of adoring fans will hear from a grizzled veteran with decades of gaming experience, but few wins, and a fresh recruit who thinks about the game day and night. So buckle up, Sigmarites, and join us as we explore the realms, news, local events, and whatever else tickles our fancy. Hey, dude, can we chat? Yeah, okay, let's chat. All right, welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. And we're on episode three, and we're going to talk about the conclusion of the Everwinter Nights AOS League, game five. Yes, Damon and I played against each other yesterday morning um, with the battle plan being head-on collision. Okay, so uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about the build-up for this. Yes, so typically what I do when I'm practicing for a game is I strategize with Damon. Is this prep or build-up? This is prep. Okay, so build-up. What was the build-up for the game? Like you know, we're pumping up a little on the, the, the chat. Oh, yes. Okay, so the build-up. So David and I are very competitive, as you know from our previous podcast, and if you know us. And this game that we were going to play against each other was uh, really interesting. And When the... Um, round five pairings were coming up. Roma was pouring over them and doing the math, and she was quite certain that we were going to play, end up playing the game five together, and was pretty pumped. I was coming off uh, just a savage beating. You're coming off a relatively good game against Josh. Yes, okay. that is correct. So that, yes, that is the buildup. And, and so what were our records coming into game five? You had won two games okay. and lost two, and I had won one game and lost three. But I was... I was the biggest loser of the two winners, and you were the best of the one winners. Exactly. And that's okay. how we ended up in the order of our placings playing okay. each other. I feel like the, the universe was conspiring to make this happen. Okay, so there we go. We chatted up a bit, um, pumped it up a bit in the, in the local chat. Uh, and we haven't actually, at this point, posted any results or talk to anybody. In fact, I've had a few people e emailing me and trying to call me and I'm like, I'm not answering till we get this done. Exactly. So that's the build up and listening to this podcast is where everyone's going to find out what the final score was and what happened with the game. Okay. So strategy uh, prep. Talk about prep. Okay. So as I was saying, I usually strategize with Damon and because I was playing against him for this official league game, I had to strategize on my own. And what I did was I optimized my list against his list. So this time I really looked up Damon's list very well. She spent a week poring over, asking me questions. What does a great unclean one do again? What does Sloppity do? What do the slugs do? All week. Yes. So that was my prep. And, you know, it's, it's good to prep. It's good to strategize. I always support that. And so anyways, I looked at my list and I optimized it. And how I optimized it was if I'm going to be spending 70 points on an endless spell, it needs to go off. So Crondis has a plus three to casting. So I made sure that I also added Master of Magic to my general so that he could also reroll a casting or a dispel and so I really optimized my spells. 
because you know the rest of us poor chumps just have to live with trying to roll two dice and hope things work but yes that's not good enough for no if i have a spell i have to optimize it otherwise i'll use my 70 points for something else so i realized that was a bit of a gap before and optimized that and made sure that that was strong and i did look at the deployment looked at where the objectives were wrote out planned out some of the where i would deploy and where i kind of guessed where Damon would deploy with the great unclean one. How I had to plan my deployment because I don't know how if I'm the attacker, defender, and then, you know, Damon's set up the table with the with the train. Okay, so at this point we need to just pause and remind listeners that how many drops did you have? Two. Okay. And how many drops did I have? Four. Were you ever uncertain as to the outcome of who was going first in turn one? No, but I wasn't sure if I was going to get desecrate because, and I'll tell you why, you have 20 plague bearers. And if you had deployed your 20 plague bearers on the one piece of terrain that I could potentially desecrate, I wouldn't have been able to do it. That's so I true. had to have a she second, I had to have another backup plan for my battle tactic. As evident, she's clearly thinking f- much farther ahead than I was. Yes. <laughs> so I prepped and I thought about the battle tactics for each turn and thought about how many ba- objectives I would have turn two and then how I would get wholly within Damon's territory to get the third objective. And so I was planning that out for, for all five turns. Um, okay. Anything else you're doing to prep? I set up the objectives and I kind of had a visual of where my units were going to be deployed. Yeah, so you, you'd set up the table, set up the objectives and kind of done some rough mock setups. Exactly. I saw you doing yes. that through the week, yeah. Yes, that is correct. That's how I prepped and planned for this game, this head-on collision with Damon. Okay, and I did none of those things. So now let's move on to game day. Okay, so game day, I prepped, got my cards ready, got my buzzers ready, made a latte. Damon accused me of hiding his Ravenix, which I had no part in, and then he did find Ravenix. And yeah, then we shook hands and started playing. Okay. And uh, yeah, I I went to Starbucks, hung out. I don't even know what I was doing there. I'm sure wasn't prepping for this game. Uh, they came home and was building some models, getting ready to start, and then it was time to throw dice. So how did the first turn go? Talking about dice. So I was using all of my new shiny dice from LVO, from Vegas. My purple dice, my shiny magnetic dice that just felt so good in my hand, just rolling it. It was, it was very nice. It was and very you, good. you can't see them. From across the table, they're like these iridescent purpley yellow dice, and I can't see a single number. I'm just assuming that she's, you know, being honest at this point. I pulled all the sixes out of the, the dice tray, mm-hmm. Damon. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I had two deploy- two drops, and Damon had four. And with Bastion, um, after I deployed and I saw where Damon had deployed, I was able to, I can move up to D3 units and redeploy them. And so I rolled a one, and I was able to redeploy, but I didn't need to because Damon had 
um, one of the thoughts I had where Damon was going to deploy was actually where he had deployed. So that was good. And I thought, okay, well, I can get... So I did take turn one. And I saw that I could get Desecrate. But again, I still wanted to make sure that I got Krondis on that center objective because if I didn't, I didn't want to be fighting against trying to take it from the great unclean one and 20 plague bearers. So let's just talk about, so somehow, magically, my plague bearers were going to be in a position to both block the, the uh, ziggurat that was straddling um, the, the no territory versus my territory and in a position to move 20 plague bearers nine inches. No, it wasn't quite nine inches under the, it would have been about six inch move. And to move my great unclean one, all both units move four inches. By the way, um, so yeah, I I think she wildly overestimated my mobility. But so sh- turn one more prepared. Yep. So yes. turn one. What do you do? Turn one, I of course pick desecrate, and I move Crondis into the center objective, and. This time I brought down Andrasta turn one. Usually I bring her down turn three, but with this battle plan and thinking that Krondus may need some help killing the great unclean one, I brought Andrasta down turn one. And because if she's three inches from the great unclean one or any monster, they start at a 10 damage. Oh yeah, as if it had... Already taken 10 wounds, so yes. brackets me for 10 right off the bat. Yes. And then I just move my evocators on celestial direct lines over to the the territory or the desecrate. And Krondis actually um, did his Starfall spell. Yeah, so that was fun for me because normally I'm out there with Sloppity Bile Piper preventing people from uh, charging. So what I had done was set up my Nurgling screens um, like 2.5 inches. The front of the Nurgling base is 2.5 inches in front of um, the Great Unclean one so that if uh, anyone charged the Nurgling screen, the Great Unclean one would be automatically engaged and then the Nurglings could pile in, get out of the way, and I'd pile, uh, slam in with the Great Unclean one. Only that went straight to hell because she dropped Starfall in and now the great unclean one was functionally trapped behind the Nurglings uh, with its incredible one-inch reach despite the fact that, you know, those flails are enormous and gigantic and in fact no way represent the actual capacity of the model. Uh, So Roma had pinned the great unclean one in place and proceeded to move in with Krondus and murder my Nurglings, which... Generally speaking, I think if you're fighting my Nurglings, you've already lost. But in this case, uh, she was well on her way. So Krondus was successful in killing some of the Nurglings. And and then that was so I turn scored one. two points for turn one. I got my battle tactic. And then it was Damon's turn. Turn one. Um, completely ineffectual. Uh, like I said, I was trapped. So I spent turn one retreating with the great unclean one just to get out of getting stuck there. Um, you picked Desecrate, yeah, and I you got Desecrate. that. You yeah, got your so battle tactic. A couple Nurglings. I dropped my Nurglings. I didn't forget that. Um, and that was it. That was turn one. And so we were tied turn one, and then Damon got the double turn. And yes, I did make the little pouty face, but... Um, and then Damon 
had picked barge enemy lines for his battle tactic. Uh, which I got. And uh, after... So I was feeling somewhat optimistic at that point because I barged in. Um, and not that, you know, a swarm of nerglings is a threat to too many things, but I thought, yeah, if I get in there and get the battle tactic, they're designed to die, so that's all good. I searched some slugs ahead because they were bounty hunters, and I thought uh, the, bounty, the slugs could get in. And it was a bit of a bold move, but I, f I thought the slugs could get in and kill the two units uh, hiding in the back. Uh, that would give me a greater chance of holding on to the objective. Um, the Great Unclean One charged back into um, Krondus, and I thought, I'm feeling good. It had, what, six wounds on it at this point? Yes. Because the damage I'd done in turn one had all been healed up. It was unbracketed. But I'm like, ah, if I get this charge off, Mountain of Loathsome some Flesh, all is good stuff. Uh, forgetting, of course, that the Great Unclean One uh, was already had taken 12 wounds from Bastion and shooting and just everything else. So it was, I needed to get this something out of the Great Unclean One. So I charged in between the Rotmire, the Great Unclean One shooting, and all of the Great Unclean One's attacks. I did two wounds. And at this point, the game was pretty much over. So turn two, go. So just to go back to turn to your part in turn two, you did, um, Ravenex did kill my Vindicators. Not all of them, but it did enough damage that I had one Vindicator left. So you did kill that unit, and because I'd call for aid, I did bring back a unit of Vindicators that I set up um, on that objective, my objective your in, object my, in, your territory, in my yeah. territory, yes. And so then I went on my turn two, and I was able to dispel Ravenex and cast my Ravenex, and I was able to kill Damon's general. Yep. Who's so, sitting in the back. Yeah. And then, so I got my eye for eye, which was my battle tactic. And I still wanted, I hadn't thought at that point that I got my battle tactic. I was um, still trying to get that one slug that had already taken six wounds and had two mo two remaining. And so I charged him with Bastion and my cats just to make sure that um, I was able to get my battle tactic. And so at the end of turn two, I had my battle tactic. I had two objectives, so I scored five points. And no, I didn't. We didn't. We didn't actually play to the end of turn two. No, we didn't because I had killed. So I activated Krondus first. He killed the great unclean one, and because yeah, at that point in the command phase, you'd killed my general. Yes. In the combat phase, you killed the great unclean one. Yes. And you had uh, Bastion and six or three cats ready to murder all my slugs. Yes. Uh, and half my plague bearers were already off the table, as yes. were half the Rottmire. Yeah. The other thing that happened was where I had placed Andrasta was nine inches away from the Great Unclean One when I dropped her in turn one. Yeah. And it kind of lured your plague bearers to charge her and kind of pulled them away from that objective. So they ended up just being in, not in your territory anymore. So they just ended up being on the table. Yeah, my hope there was um, maybe get some wounds on. I didn't really want to dress because she's got that stupid four-up word save, but I was hoping that I could do a little bit more damage to the uh, general. Mm -hmm. 
who I think what took three, 20 plague bears ran in, did three wounds. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that was the game. So the final score. Um, so then, of course, I scored max points for turn three, four, five, which was nine points each turn. And then I got my grand strategy. So I got 37 points and Damon got five points. Not even. Oh, yeah, I guess two and two and three. Yeah, OK, yes. five. Yeah. OK, so that's where that game ended. So. The great unclean one is now tired and retired. Yeah, I've I've never been happier to put an army away. Um, I think I've had of the last six or seven games, I think I've won one, and most of them have been some pretty severe beats. Um, I haven't been enjoying playing that, so I'm really happy just if I, if I never see a great unclean one again in my life. Mm -hmm. So now thinking about a new list and a new general's handbook and heroes and thinking about what you're going to do going forward, how are you planning, how are you strategizing, are you thinking about a list, are you thinking about what you want your list to include going forward? Uh, yes, but I suspect it's going to be the same lists that I've always built. I just, for whatever reason, I I want to include... Um, I want to turn things into spawn, and it's not terribly effective. And I, I'm not playing nine chosen or what, twenty chosen or thirty chosen. I'm not playing with nine Varengard. I'm not doing all of the things. I'm not building that list. So I'm not super optimistic that my list building skills have improved, and I'm not going to be in the same position I've been for the last what 2013, 20, like nine years. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. So what are you, now that we're moving into the um, the new age, because that, that tournament and LVO, which has been the bulk of our games, has all been the last general handbook. What are you thinking of moving forward? Well, I've made up a few lists with heroes, and I do know that I love Andrasta and I love Bastion, but I know that with the heroes, I won't be able to have both of them in my list, so I have to decide. I'll have two lists that I'll try, one with Andrasta and one with Bastion. Uh, that combination with Krondus. Krondus is definitely a keeper, um, especially if I have Ravenex, and um, just to ensure that the spell does go off. And I'm looking at some of the heroes I'm looking at are Knight Vexilor uh, with the banner. And what does that do? Why do you like that so much? What's the deal with that? Well, he actually has four attacks and minus one rend and two damage. And... With the, um, with the banner, you can actually heal up to D3 wounds allocated to a unit. So you can do some wound healing. Okay, yeah, because yeah. you're not taking that him. You're not taking that model because you're killing stuff with it. Nobody no. brings a five-wound model no. and expects it to survive. So no. it's and the healing that you're looking for. It's the for. healing that I'm looking for. And then with I could give him the aspect of champion enhancement of um, being 10 models on, a, on an objective or pick something that's, oh, okay. that works well Yuck. with that. Yes. Okay. And the other heroes that I'm looking at are Lord um, Zephros, or Knight Zephros. Yep. And same as Neve, except, yeah. yes, fast and can ride the winds etheric and can move around. And then Knight Azyros. Don't know if I pronounced that correctly. Okay, and that's the flying one with the lantern. It's right yes. in front of us on the table here. Yeah. 
And that's really good because his move is 12. So when I'm thinking about my heroes, I'm thinking about, okay, so he's got a 12-inch move, so I don't need to give him, because you're only allowed to have one hero with the aspect of champion enhancement. So I wouldn't give it to him because he can move 12. I would yeah. give it to my other hero so that either he's counting as 10 objectives or can move around the board as well. So I'm just thinking that through. I do have a couple of lists already made. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to practice and try them out. Yeah, I think Stormcast is in a great position for the new um, the GHB with all their like fast heroes. What I have seem to recall, I've only glanced at the new General Handbook. Um, that having a fast fast hero to sneak in and grab some of those objectives is going to be super handy. Plus, you've got the super killiness of Grandis and everyone else and the cats. You st you're still having the cats, aren't you? Yes, I really like the cats. I hate those cats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you loved painting those cats. You helped me build my first list. and Yeah, they slap chopped up great. Yes. And they've been an absolute pain in my ass ever since. <laughs> So now that you're going to be um, painting Crondus, the basing is all done. Yep. And it looks amazing. And yeah, do you have ideas on how to paint Crondus? Yeah. For I've me? Stolen a couple of ideas shamelessly off the Stormcast Facebook page. Um, I got some paints on Friday from a local game store. Um, and I think I'm going to airbrush that because that's going to get a lot of the heavy lifting done. And then. I'll hit it with the wash. I'm not going to... I thought about slap chopping Krondus, but I think I'm going to airbrush him instead. Wow, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what he's going to look like. And so going forward, what are you thinking? Like we have... We finished up this league, and so you'll be painting and putting models together and making up your list. Yeah, because I don't have a built 2,000-point list yet, so it's going to take a while for that to happen. Right. And for myself, what I'm thinking is I'm actually going to paint, so uh, I'd like to thank Raymond for dropping off some models for me to practice. And so that's what I think I'm looking forward to trying out in the next few weeks. Um, yeah, once you've built them, scraped them, primed oh them, no, no, glued no. them, <laughs> you can start painting because... Painting doesn't just happen. There's a whole ton of really unglamorous, unsexy work that goes in before that. So yes. I look forward to you figuring that out and gluing your fingers mm. to stuff and watching your adhesive not take and limb snap off. And No comment on that part. <laughs> um, oh, I am looking forward to the um, doubles tournament that is no, going to be coming No, we can't talk about that up. yet. Oh, right. It's for a future podcast. Don't okay. okay. Shoot all right. So anyways, that's something that is going to be up and coming that we'll yeah. be talking about. Yes. So stay stay tuned for that. Yes. Um, okay. So we covered build-up, prep, game day, reflections, and um, sort of next steps, things we're talking about building. Right on. All right. I think well, that's good for now. Eh? Yes. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And Dudes of Sigmar, in and out. Thanks, dude. Talk to you later.